Welcome back to Practicing Catholic. Patrick Conley, glad to be with you again, along with Cami Berthium, who's our producer. Paul Sodek is our technical producer, coming to you from the Relevant Radio 1330 AM studios in Golden Valley. Our friends at the Catholic Spirit are truly that, friends of our local church, covering tons of local happenings, introducing us to passionate Catholics, and sharing the important news that you need to know. Maria Wearing, editor-in-chief and occasional guest host of Practicing Catholic, is joining us today to chat about all they've been up to this summer and what's ahead for the rest of the year. Maria, thanks for joining us today. Hi, Patrick. It's great to be with you on this side of the interview. I was going to say, uh, you have you have filled in so admirably well, when, especially with interviews with Archbishop Hebda, so thank you. Thank you for doing that. Oh, you're very welcome. It's a lot of fun. Last time our listeners heard from you on the show, in, in fact, you were conducting an interview with Archbishop Hebda. What's, what's it been like jumping between both writing articles for the Catholic Spirit and also, uh, Spirit and also conducting show interviews? How are they alike? You know, they're, they're like because great interviews are great conversations. So you're, talk, you're, you're talking with this person and you're, you, you prepare questions in advance the, and you allow them to, you know, share their perspective. I think the difference is that when I'm interviewing someone for, for print, I'm much more likely to say, oh, hold, you know, tell me more about that or I just had the interview or I might, you know, interrupt or redirect them. Um, certainly I don't do that if we're on air because it would end up being a very different interview. Well, let me just interrupt you here for a second. I'm just kidding. All right. I, I, I couldn't pass up the opportunity. All right. Please go ahead. No, but it's, you know, and that's, that's the thing. You know, our, our practicing Catholic interviews are so much fun because you're trying to cover a lot of things in a short amount of time, you know, and so you want to make sure that they're able to finish their whole thought before you decide, do we need to drill down a little bit more there, or are we ready to go on to the next thing? So when I'm, when I'm writing, when I'm interviewing for print, uh, usually we have a little bit more flexibility, and we're able to, you know, hey, tell me more about that, that detail, or describe what, you, what it was like to be there, or, you know, so it's just a little bit of a, I, I know that my, what I'm saying isn't going to be part of the story, right. whereas when I'm on air, what I'm saying is part of the interview. It is. It is indeed. And uh, you did pull back the curtain a little bit there on on practicing Catholic, which is fine. We're okay with that. We have nothing to hide. Uh, <laughs> well, Paul might have something to hide. I, uh, but uh, anyway, um, I did want to have you or give you the opportunity, as I've kind of been plugging this throughout the show, that we have an inside look or pulling back the curtain on the Catholic spirit. So let's start with this, Maria. What's a typical day look like for you specifically as editor-in-chief there at the Catholic spirit? Sure. Well, there definitely is no typical day, and that's something that I love about my job and, and our work here at the Catholic Spirit, because it keeps us on our toes and it keeps us um, interested and hopefully interesting. You know, my day, I mean, for myself starts, you know, kind of fairly early. As soon as I'm up, I'm checking um, the news to see what happened overnight, to see uh, what, what my day might look like. You know, uh, the day that I had planned and pre- prepared for might be um, not the day I'm actually going to have as soon as I see some headlines or some breaking news or some emails um, with information shared. And so uh, that those early morning kind of check-ins, that's for me, I guess, how I'm thinking about and planning for my day. Uh, we, um, we have kind of a mix of our team um, working um, in, um, in person or um, uh, remotely or people on assignment. So it's also keeping track of where people are going to be during that day and, and if that needs to shift. Um, I, you know, I think it's always being agile, being to say, hey, I had planned to do this, but I, I really do need to be doing 
something else um, based on what we need to be covering that day. Uh, by the um, uh, try to get a lot of things done at the office before um, our team meets together at 9.30 in the morning. That's the one constant we really try to keep is at 9.30 in the morning our team comes together virtually and and we look at what's on our plate and, and uh, what's, what stories or projects people are working on, uh, what needs to move to the web and social media, um, and then also where we're at, you know, with the paper as well, because that's obviously where we have published every other week the physical paper. And so we are also looking at, well, what pages can be prepared for layout today? Where are those pages at? And the proofreading project, process, has anything changed that would change any of those pages? And um, so it's really, it's, it, there's a lot of plate spinning. Mm-hmm. One thing I love is that those 930 meetings, we always begin those with prayer. Mm-hmm. And I think that that really roots us in our mission and who we are and what we're doing and, and who we're doing this for. And so we really, we have an opportunity to come together and pray. And we, we also um, pray intentions um, for the, you know, the things that are going on either here in the office um, for our archbishop and our, our auxiliary bishop. Um, you know, and then also just for the people that we know, the intentions on our hearts. And I think that that also keeps us grounded. Um, and, uh, and yeah, knowing, knowing our mission, rooted in our mission. Humbly. So then from the day, who knows, who knows where the rest of the day comes right. like, and who knows if it ends at, you know, four o'clock and I've got an early evening with my family or, you know, there or 10 o'clock in the office. So who knows? <laughs> I can imagine. Well, humbly speaking on behalf of the faithful in the Archdiocese, let me say, Maria, that we are grateful that you and your team begin your meetings with prayer. That is uh, is something to know that you're grounded and rooted in your relationship with the Lord. That is fantastic to know. Now, I just have to ask because... The of course the online content is pretty uh, pretty straightforward in terms of you can keep up to date with that and up to the minute uh, with that as needed. But of course the physical publication of the paper every other week uh, that's not so easy. But I have to ask Maria, have you ever had to yell stop the presses? <laughs> <laughs> you know the, the the thing is if the presses were in the building I would oh. have to yell it. <laughs> okay, good point. <laughs> but we do we do. We use a, our our we, our papers are actually printed in in Princeton, Minnesota. So uh. My voice would carry, but not that far. <laughs> um, you know, there there um, was uh, one instance actually in my very uh, beginning of meeting with the um, into this role as editor that I did call on stop presses because there was a change in news that we learned very um, late in the day, and so that that is the. That is the one instance I can really think that I actually think we use that phrase because we actually could, and we were able to make that change and um, and move forward um, as planned. But um, I don't think we've ever had to rip the the paper actually or ask our printers to actually physically rip the paper off the presses. I think we've just been able to say, "Don't don't go to press yet. We're not ready quite." Okay, yet. all right. Where, but we need to we need to regroup. Fair enough. Well, on the other end of uh, the other end of the spectrum, you already mentioned how it. Uh, you know, a, a pretty newsworthy item can change the shape of your whole day when you see that something mm-hmm. has happened overnight. Any uh, any recollection, just briefly, of anything that you remember specifically that that was that's that's what happened and that changed your whole day? Some big news that came across. Oh, um, that's a really that's a great question. Um, 
You know, I so the Catholic spirit isn't the only place that I have um, been a news a Catholic news reporter, and so unfortunately, the thing that jumps to my mind right now is um, is Pope Benedict's resignation. Oh uh, yeah, um, right. And so I was actually in Baltimore um, working for the Catholic Review the, the for their side of Baltimore at that time, and so, so I know that there's a lot more recent examples. But I just remember that day getting up and seeing this on Twitter and saying, "Oh my goodness!" and mm-hmm. um, and uh, just rushing to the office. I, I I lived about a 10 minute walk from the office and just throwing on clothes and getting down there. And at that point, the newsroom was empty and just saying, "I don't." have to be here. We have to start writing. Like, I'm not quite sure where to begin. And we ended up having actually, just by sheer coincidence, a priest of the Archdiocese of Baltimore had been in the room when Pope Francis, or excuse me, when Pope Benedict had announced that. Yeah. And, um, and, and I, and his recollection was kind of, you know, we were, we were paying attention to what he was saying, but like, really had to do like a double take, you know, what, what did he, what did he really just say this, you know? And so, um, but being able to to jump into that news and saying, you know, absolutely everything else that we had planned or thought we were going to do today is just completely scrapped. We've got to we've got to talk with people to help make sense of, of how this is even possible in, um, you know, in in church law or in church, are there instances in church history where there's happened before? Sure. Who are experts we can talk to? Who and who knows? You know, uh, who might we know that? that, um, you know, kind of knows Pope Benedict and can speak to maybe what's on his heart. So that was one particular day, you know, now many years ago that I remember just that complete um, tossing out the window of any other plans. Yeah, I was wondering about that specific event, actually, so I'm glad you brought that up. Well, only a couple minutes remaining, actually, already, Maria, but I did want to give you the opportunity to do two things. First of all, um, I know that you have well, perhaps a small but devoted and well-oiled machine of a team that, as our producer Cami can attest to, working on each and every paper. So just uh, you want to give any shout-outs to members of your team? Oh, absolutely. I've got, I've got the best team, Patrick. And um, that's really what makes the Catholic spirit and all of these things happen. And sometimes it feels like we're, we're proud of our work, and sometimes we hope that it looks like more people are actually doing this than, than um, actually are. But, I mean, working right alongside me is our news editor, Joe Ruff, and he's been with us just for a couple of years. But he just um, ha- comes from a great newspapering background that even extends to his own father, who works for a newspaper um, in, for his career. But he just brings a sharp, um, sharp news judgment and decision making and an excellent writing um, to the process. Um, working alongside us in the edit- on the editorial arm of things um, are Dave Herbacek, who has been with the Catholic Spirit as a photographer for 26 years. So his institutional knowledge and just the relationships he has around the archdiocese are just unparalleled. And I think when people think about the Catholic Spirit, they often think of Dave because they've met him because he's been at an event that they're uh, that yep. they've been at an event that he's photographing. Um, and, and Dave just has a real talent for um, feature writing as well. Barb Umberger is our reporter who really is kind of the, the, the jump on the news um, reporter. And so she is pumping out tons of stories, including synopsis of each, Catholic, or each practicing Catholic that's um, right. interview that's held, which, we, which is just great. And I think just really speaks to our, our partnership with practicing Catholic. Um, uh, you know, on the kind of the, the other arm of the Catholic spirit, because, we, you know, we certainly uh, – or maybe transitioning there is, is Michael Flesky, who does our web 
um, uh, mm-hmm. properties. And so he's managing what's going online and social media and really driving us to be thinking web first as we're moving stories along, um, even though um, the the production of the new of the newspaper itself is so time consuming, and that's really driven by Karen Olhoff, who um, is our graphics and layout coordinator, and she uh, just makes sure that each page is is meets our standards and is attractive and readable, and that things are are fitting onto the page the way they should. Um, managing advertising is Chris Pierscola, and so he's also you know part of the he's he's really the engine that fit that is keeping us. Um, uh, uh, moving financially, but also keeping our advertisers in front of our readers, and um, you know, especially making sure that um, that people are seen and that their stories are told in through the advertising as well. And I'm um, supporting us administratively are Jackie Dougherty and Lynn Hartman, and um, yeah, and they just are they're really the backbone of of how we're able to get the things done that get done. And um, and we've had other people, you know, the last few years coming out. We we had a great um, proofreader, um, Bernie Trohe, um, who really helped us, um, um, but has now moved on to some other things. So we, we've, been, we've relied on some great volunteers over the years as well, and certainly we get support from the rest of the um, Office of Communications, including Cam. you know, when we need to, um, we, we just have a lot of collaboration um, going on. That's been very good. Well, um, and one really quick question before we have to let you go, but um, if people are interested in getting the physical newspaper in their mailbox, can you just tell us what what's the what's the way to go about that? Sure. There's two quick ways that they can do that. And the, the preference is if they're a member of a parish near our site, is to call their parish and tell them that they would like to be on their parish list. Usually, they can get on at no cost to them, and actually, mm. no cost to their parish. Wow. Um, so, join their parish's list, call their parish, and. Um, and then the other alternative would be to, to buy a subscription. They can do that by calling us at the Catholic Spirit or uh, going to our website, thecatholicspirit.com, and that's probably the easiest, and all the contact information would be right there. Um, and also then to follow us, of course, at thecatholicspirit.com and on our social media channels, especially Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Wonderful. Maria Wearing, thank you so much for joining us on Practicing Catholic, and thank you for all your good work at the Catholic Spirit and at Practicing Catholic. Thanks, Maria. Thank you, Patrick. Have a great day. All parents, parishioners, and partygoers, if you are one, two, or all three of these, Paul, Cammy, and I have something for you right after this. Stay with us.